What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. It's Dr. Joseph here coming to you with another day of our podcast, and I'm excited to be with you. I'm going to be in Mark chapter 7, verses 1 through 23. I'm going to be reading out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And in fact, uh, in an earlier podcast, I highlighted my daughter, Abby, uh, in our Mark chapter 2. And today I'm going to highlight uh, Ellie Grace. She's going to help me read the scripture. And so she's going to read a little, little bit. I'm going to read a little bit. And so Ellie Grace is 11 years old. She goes to Blackman Middle School. She's a cheerleader there, and uh, she's a big reader as well. We are so proud of her. And uh, and so we just want to, uh, we're going to just read scripture together. Uh, and you're going to kind of see how this is just a part of what today's discussions are even about. So, all right, Ellie Grace, you ready? All right, here we go. Mark chapter 7, and uh, she's going to read a little bit, then I'm going to read a little bit. Okay. The Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around around him. They observed some of the some of his disciples were eating their bread with unclean, that is, unwashed hands. For the Pharisees, in fact, all the Jews would not eat unless they washed their hands ritually, keeping the tradition of the elders. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they have washed. There are many other customs they have received and keep, like washing of cups, jugs, copper utensils, and dining couches. Then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders, instead of eating bread with ritually unclean hands? He answered them, Isaiah prophesied correctly about your hypocrites as it is written. These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines doctrines and commands of men. Regarding the command of God, you keep the tradition of men. He also said to them, you completely invalidate God's command in order to maintain your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever speaks of you, Whoever speaks evil of mother or father must be put to death. All right, but you say, if a man tells his father or mother, whatever benefit you might have received from me is Corbin, that is a gift committed to the temple, you no longer let him do anything for his father or mother. You revoke God's word by your tradition that you've handed down, and you do many other similar things. Summoning the crowd again, he told them, listen to me, all of you, and understand Nothing that goes into a person from outside can defile him, but the things that come out of a person are what defile him. If anyone has ears to hear, he should listen. When he went into the house away from the crowd, the disciples asked him about the parable, and he said to them, Are you also as lacking in understanding? Don't you realize that nothing going into a man from the outside can defile him? For it doesn't go into his heart, but into the stomach and is eliminated. As a result, he made all foods clean. Then he said, What comes out of a person that defiles him? For for with, for with, from within, out of a person's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immoralities, thefts, murders, adulteries, greed, evil actions, deceit, promiscuity, stinginess, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All of these evil things come from within and defile a person. Let me ask you a question. 
what family traditions do you have? Uh, maybe it's holidays, birthdays, maybe each Sunday. Maybe if, if someone, uh, you know, uh, you have a tradition that you do every single day. Maybe it's during college football or NFL time. You know, there's something that you do as a family to celebrate certain things. Now, here's, the, here's something that happens sometimes. If someone doesn't meet that tradition or they don't come to what we traditionally do uh, that have been there before, what happens? Well, we get upset. We may say to them, you broke the tradition. Jesus gets asked this question in, in Mark chapter 7. Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders? instead of eating bread with ritually unclean hands. You know, it sounds a lot like the question in Mark chapter 2, why don't your disciples fast? Why don't they do the same traditions as us? Now, it's important to remember that eating with clean or unclean hands was not in the Bible. Rather, this was a tradition that had been established by the priests. Now, while we would recognize that as good hygiene, kind of common sense, these Jewish leaders, the Pharisees and scribes, saw that anyone that was breaking this tradition was equal to breaking the law. Therefore, since Jesus did not condemn their actions, he must have been approving of them. Once again, very similar to Jesus being that simply the party of sinners, uh, they saw that as almost as equal as him approving of their lifestyle. And in the Jewish mind at this time, it was said that tradition was the fence to the law, meaning that Though it may not have been the law, it was something that, that people used to safeguard the law. Here's what, what had happened. They would replace truth with tradition. And if we aren't careful, we can do the same things. You know, there are some religious groups that are very traditional in how they worship, to the point that they've equated, if not replaced, their re religious traditions with true worship in spirit, in truth. Well, how does Jesus respond? Well, Jesus goes straight back to the scripture, right? Truth is the best illustration of truth. Scripture is the greatest illustrator of scripture. Notice in verse 6, he says, These people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching his doctrines, the commands of men. This was already said by Isaiah about the, the people that were living in this time in Israel. This then he goes straight into calling the people out, showing how that even though everything looked good on the outside, it was their hearts that really defile them. As it says in verse 21, it's, it's not about what comes in. It's about what goes out. You know, Jesus would say this in other parts of Scripture. He would call sometimes the Pharisees, he would call them the whitewashed tombs. Everything was clean on the outside, but on the inside they were dead. You know, Wearsby, Warren Wearsby does a great reminder for us of the, uh, of the way that man's traditions and truth contrast. You see, where man's traditions are outward forms that only bring about bondage, God's truth leads us to inward faith that's liberating. Where men's, man's rules are about trifling rules, God's truth are fundamental principles that hold true no matter the situation. Where man's rules promote only outward piety, God's truth seeks true inward holiness. Where man's rules neglect or even replace God's word, God's truth exalts the word of God's. So here it is. What's, what does this mean for us? First, are you living a life 
trying to live out only traditions or are you living out truth? Let me ask you, have you placed your faith in traditions as being your source of salvation? Or are you seeing how truth is what we're to live by? You know, Jesus said in John 8, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. You see, to know truth is to know Jesus. Second, let me ask you, what's on the inside of you? Does God have your heart or does he have your traditions? Is, does God, is he a part of, of informing how you live your life? Is he a part of your desires, your decisions, your mind? Does he truly have your, your will? Have you surrendered that to him? Or are you just simply trying to follow tradition? Friend, I want to tell you, there's a big difference in that. And whenever we live a life in truth in God's word, where he has our surrendered heart, friend, listen, that's liberating. That's liberating. Be set free today. Be set free today in a heart that's surrendered completely to him. Friends, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you to, so much to... Ellie Grace and Abby for being great readers with me in, in this uh, series. And uh, I look forward to the next time that we can connect again on our podcast. God bless you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.